<clears throat> I feel weird. Everybody does. Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bear their souls. Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves. And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's get, get a, a drink, drink sometime. sometime. Sweet. Welcome to the podcast. Super late edition. Like late in what way? I don't know. Well, I guess it's not too late. My it's name's Sam. Late. I'm Angela, and we're not late. We, <laughs> we're we often late, but this is not late. Yeah, this isn't bad for we're us, We're in actually. time. We're in time. We're in time. So what are you drinking tonight, Angela? Water. Sweet. I know. What are you drinking tonight, Sam? I'm drinking uh, Terrapin Luau. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're on track to have a good night. I am trying to... Um, raise myself in health for tonight because i'm a little under the weather but yeah. i'm happy to be here so that's good and we are happy to have you thank you thank you that's the the royal we as they say i'm thinking since we're an entity you can speak for both of us and it's like the we is staring back at me oh. even though i'm part of the we i didn't even think about it that way i don't i don't want to speak for you that's like very misogynistic of me well, no, speak for me if you're saying good things. Oh, nice okay. things. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so we, did, we decided to um, talk about something on the, the borders of... Uh, what, am I, what am I trying to say here? Oh, let me fix my headphones. We decided to talk uh, I'll about just something wait. tonight. We decided to talk about something that's on the borders of uh, of unkosherness. It's outside of our realm, uh, but I mean, yeah. sort of. I don't not think, really. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, it's current, right? And it's like a, a, a real thing, and in our lives, the election. Yeah, you know, that's true. I actually feel like that's why I feel so shitty, is because like all the stress and the pent up and the fear and the. Mm -hmm. The anxiety, like, I think it's all dispelling now. And it's like, you can let yourself fail for Right, a day. your body's just going, Ugh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but, like, and, you know, I look online and, and I think, like, it's just working, all of it, the election, so much more and better mm -hmm. than I thought it was going to. And so, I, like, even though I don't want to get in, like, left, right, Red, blue, Republican, Democrat. Um, I, I don't think we need to, to go that route. I just sure. feel like um, I have so much more. Like my background is in conflict resolution. I've seen countries go up and then down, 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 down. Mm -hmm. And I don't think our trajectory as a large nation potentially you know, sort of falling from grace. I don't think our fall is is straight lined. I think that right. we're actually picking ourselves up here in the way that this has all been managed in the process. And I'm really hopeful. Like, I, I feel really good about what could have been a major disaster. Um, the major disaster being what? Just... You know, I don't hear of a lot of conflict. I don't hear 
of a lot of people getting hurt. I don't hear, I mean, clearly there's some recounts going and whatever. Right. But all in all, I think, like, I actually trust the process. Um, well, sure. Watching it no... unfold in different states, like, I don't think it's as shady as it as like it's being portrayed in some ways right. I actually I feel like really f- full of faith and um in it like I I've talked to a couple people and the ways that things are counted and I'm like of course this is trustworthy um so yeah I think it's I'm just really bright about it um I didn't right. think I was going to be Last Tuesday night, you know, I had, like, a heap of people calling in, Angela, <laughs> relax, <laughs> it's going to be okay, and we're not going to know anything anyway, just go to sleep, and then, you know, 1 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., right. I'm still checking the phone, and as I learned to trust the process, I stopped checking my phone as much, um, right. and then I learned to let my daughter take some of that on, so she would be the shower of news, and that gave her a purpose. <laughs> Which was really great, and you know, like I've you've had a fair share of texts and interaction from me this week because I was just a ball of nerves, you know, and right. Um, and then as the week went on, and I saw how it all played out, I thought, you know what, we're doing good, we're doing right. good, we're doing really, really well. Yeah, I, I think the uh, <clears throat> I think the all all the stuff about oh, it being fraudulent and stuff like that kind of and in a way it makes us look stupid Mm -hmm. um but so it's interesting because there was two tiktoks i'm I'm pretty big on tiktok um (laughs) these days because you're big on like the practice of it or big on tiktok like you got a fan base no 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 i don't i don't have any fans on tiktok we need to work on that. We should get fans on TikTok. But mm-hmm. um, no, it's just it's just a cool app to get cool stuff. And um, there are two TikToks I saw, and one of them uh, I, I, sh- I really should look in my phone so I can tag these. Like actually, you know, give credit where credit is due, and I can edit all this out. <laughs> the waiting moments. Yeah, the, the waiting. Yeah. Um, there was a really cool, her name is Victoria Hammett, Victoria Hammett. Um, so she had this whole, you know, TikTok is like a minute long at most, but she was talking basically about even in the 2016 election, Trump lost the popular vote Uh and then his highest approval rating in his entire presidency was 49%. So there was never a time where the majority of Americans approved of his job performance. Mm-hmm. So when you see the election results coming through, it's like, no, this makes sense. Right. You know, like right. there, there's, there's nothing shady here, especially since... You know, it all seemed to change with the mail-in ballots, but he told all of his supporters not to do mail-in ballots. And then so you have all these mail-in ballots, and and most of the the states, they can't even, by their own state laws, they can't even count the mail-in ballots till after the polls close on on Tuesday. Right. So, of course, you're going to have all these, you know, majority 
Biden votes coming in because Democrats were like, cool, we can mail in our ballots. And Republicans are like, no, Trump told us not to, so I'm not going to. And then there was another TikTok um, by Jax to the Future. I don't know her real name. She's actually in Georgia. So it's a, for me, it's a fellow Georgian. And, uh, and she was talking about, so Georgia is very Republican and you know, all the, all this stuff about how, Oh, the Democrats are, it's fraudulent. They're cheating, blah, blah, blah. So the majority of our local government in Georgia is Republican. So it's the secretary of state and, and his clerks that are responsible for counting the ballots. All of them are Republican in the state of Georgia. Hmm. And even our governor, who used to be the secretary of state, who sort of weirdly oversaw his own gubernatorial election, which is weird, um, a couple years ago, um, he won, of course. <clears throat> but yeah, it's like you have all these Republicans in our government, our local government, saying, these are the counts, these are the votes, Trump lost in Georgia. Mm -hmm. It's like... <laughs> you know, for any one vote, there's two eyes on it. One declared right. Republican and one declared um, Democrat. Yeah. So they have to agree that this piece of paper, you know, sent by this individual belongs in this camp. And, I mean, I think that's fantastic. Um, you, you know, it's so heavily watched and um, so organized. You know, I think this country did an amazing job of having a major, major vote rollout. Right. In a very weird environment. Yes. Um, in addition to just like the divisiveness and the controversy um, that we've never experienced before. Like you think about McCain and, you know, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, running against Obama, you know, they were friendly and, you know, yeah. friendly competitors. Respectful. Yes. We don't have a history of someone encouraging differences, entertaining differences, entertaining um, this notion that, like, we should divide and conquer because, like, that's productive. And it's not. Actually, you know, what it does is, you know, there's always going to be some form of latent conflict because we're not fairly representative in a two-party system. Right. So you, you anger the underrepresented and then you know, you've got this clap back and that is the precursor to major conflict. Um, and, you know, we don't have a history, you know, recently by any, I mean, well, I guess we do with black lives matter. Um, we obviously had some conflict there and, you know, that's a very big deal. You know, what has happened in our country with that? Um, and, you know, that's something that needs to be fixed, obviously. It needs to be fixed, and it needs to be responded to um, in a way that is productive and people aren't dying. Um, so you, that understand that is understanding. You know, you get why people are angry. That makes sense. But to yeah. encourage 
something that is is latent and try to transform it out of your own interest so that you can have power because you're literally power hungry. But in an election process, there is a winner and a loser. And, and that's how that works. Um, you you got to accept it, uh, especially when you have a system that is working so well. I did the mail-in ballot. I was concerned about COVID exposure. I saw my paper go from my hand to the post office, post office to arrive and to be put into its, you know, its real camp. And I feel great about it. I do. I feel great about it. I'm so proud of us. Um, I'm not going to buy into, you know, we've got a lot coming ahead, you know, like no candidate was perfect. Um, we've got a lot of hit the ground running. I personally don't want to be Biden, um, but I'm glad Biden wants to be Biden or (laughs) any candidate for that matter. Um, we've got a lot to figure out and let's go. Yeah. I am energized. I feel so good about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to what's going to happen. I think for me, my challenge is, like, I have some belief systems attached to, like, the policies that have been enforced, Mm -hmm. and I think that, like, for me, there's, you know, two types of, you know, when, I mean, you can kind of gauge where I am in the spectrum of things just by the way I talk, but um, I think, I just, I, I think, like, in this certain arena where you encourage divisiveness, you don't get to vote um, without looking who's going to be affected. Because you're, and if you if you do, then you you your feet haven't really touched the ground, um, right. and and that is something that I hold some anger about, and because there's I do have um, really close people to my heart that voted differently than I do. And I think it's my job and my responsibility to try to have a modicum of understanding for them because I still so deeply want and respect these relationships in my life. Um, and that's a hard one to bite. It's a really hard one to bite because you have to look at the ideals and values that were associated um, in this kind of election. That that That's never, I mean, I've, I've, I'm 40, so I've, I'm almost 40. I, you know, Sam's not as old and crotchety oh, as I am. <laughs> I'm but definitely, I'm definitely old and crotchety. The, the older, grumpier man. He's not, you're, you're physically not as old as I am. So I'm you physically don't get not as old as you, but I'm definitely mentally older than you. No, yeah. in like the worst of ways, right? Like none. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think. It, it's hard because I I want everyone to work together again, collaborate, cohesion. I want, you know, one person to look at the next person and see equality in for anything that they carry in their life, what they're about, their values. Um, well, that, that's the good thing, though, because we, we, they, had, they had a handful of new um, Senate and House seats. Um, women in particular 
not as much as like 2018, I believe. I can't remember the years, but um, they interviewed. I listen to NPR a lot, and NPR interviewed <clears throat> the the new the new Congress ladies, and a lot of them were like, "Look, we're si- we're tired of this stuff. We're tired mm-hmm. of this, you know, partisan politics. It's like we we have to work together. Like I I refuse to live in a world." where my daughter sees two people fighting over something stupid. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. I think it's, I, I think, you know, we've been so partisan for so long, mm-hmm. whether, what, whatever side you're, you're on and, you know, Biden actually mentioned this, like just because people think differently, they're not your enemies. Like we need to get out of this. You know, if you don't think the same way I do, then you're my enemy. We need to get away from that. We do. And we do. Like, Desperately. It's, you know, compromise is not a bad word. And the past, I guess, 16 years, compromise in U.S. politics has been a bad word. It's like, no, that's compromise is the cornerstone of every single relationship you will ever have in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in especially in politics and how we as a society not Democrats well, I think it's compromise in action but not compromise in value um you know to to keep after the notion that right. we are all created equal and we should be represented equally and we're all in the same pool no one's special everyone's special at the same time right. but like in in action you know there is collaboration and compromise and absolutely yeah, I'm hoping we go, we kind of get back to that. Me too. I think I think it could happen. I, I do. I mean, I think we've got our best case scenario for it right now. Even just like looking at the 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 election of itself, like it's a first great step. Right. And you know, we have a world watching us and. That's a big deal to me. I know that's not a big deal to everyone because, you know, America, America, but I'm sort of like America and world. Um, yeah. I'm you the know, same way. I think that, you know, let the Paris Agreement get back on board. Yep. Um, let's, you know, recognize our, our footprint again. Let's recognize the value of the individual again. Let's... Um, understand that we have some major work to do as far as this this virus um the coronavirus and what we need to do to starve it off so we can you know i I always say like if you're in the club right so like you you limit travel like like there are examples all over the world specifically new zealand as the leader but you know australia not far off and and there's plenty of them where they you, they've found to do what works, and that really is like limit travel, starve it off, start again. And if it's not in there, you can't even have it. You know, if it's not in your space, it's not in your space. You got to be in right. the club, um, and you can act and have a normal life. And um, we we were not cohesive from state to state, and just such a mess. You know, the way we. Right we've walked through this and it shouldn't have been in my view deferred down to state level. I still don't think it should be. And I hope that there's going to be some, you know, a major sweeping mop up of, of how to handle this. Um, 
a virus apparently can be completely politicized. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was one of the oddest things about this whole thing. Yeah. I remember talking to an acquaintance of mine. I won't name names for obvious reasons. And I was at, I was in the, the home Depot as I, as I am most, mm -hmm. most days. Mm -hmm. And this is very early on. And, uh, we were talking, the corona, corona, corona came up in the conversation. And the, the, the guy just tells me just how political it is. And I'm thinking, it's, it's, it's not political. It's, it's a virus. It's Viruses a, don't care what side of the spectrum you're on. They don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't. So, but anyway. We've got some things to to get going and you know i hope that i hope that work can, can begin in january as swiftly as possible and that we all just understand that we're gonna we've been um enticed and encouraged to use our voices in such a way that is not productive and right. now is the time for productivity um not necessarily action and mobilization just productivity a quiet, yeah. functional space where we look at some immediate needs. Um, and after seeing the election, I'm just, I feel really, really good about it. And that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. I do too. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We will. We will. All right. So um, you want to do what, uh, what you're obsessed with this week? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are you obsessed with this week? Um, and I mean, even I was like down the hole today and I am obsessed with SNL clips on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like new ones, old ones? Like, like let it sail. Just put it on and let it sail. I'm actually in a big comedy kick in general. Okay. Like Burt Kreischer, um, Can't okay. Stop, Won't Stop. Um, I... What is his name? I have a friend here. Um, I've made, <laughs> this is a small town, Westbrook, Connecticut. And so I've made friends, like I've never done this before. I've made friends with like a teacher. Like, <laughs> You've never I, made friends before? <laughs> I've made friends with like my daughter's science teacher. Right. And he, look, you know, like white woman, you know, white man. But culturally we're very different. Like I, my family's Italian, but I grew up in Virginia, so I don't. I don't have like the cultural Italian American stuff down yet. Right. Um, I should have maybe had it my whole life. Who knows? But I don't have it. So anyway, it's funny because I'll put on like Burt Kreischer or um, Matt Berbiglia and crack up because I identify with like white male. Like it seems like there's many points there of like high relatability. But he's huh. into. Um, this guy's name is Sebastian. Do you know where I'm going Sebastian? with Sebastian? It's like Sebastian put input um, Italian. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm butchering this name. Sebastian Maniscalco? Maniscalco. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, he's also so funny. Um, but like an Italian American way, like you have to have an Italian family to really relate to it. So like mm. he watched my stuff, I watched his stuff and it's like, I think we are laughing harder at the people that we identify with most, but either way was so, was really funny. And you right. think like this, you know, like these people aren't like Chinese and white, like they were you like the, the cultural stuff is so different, but it is different to us. And so we were sort of acknowledging that, but yeah, um, obsession for the week, comedy, comedy, comedy. I think that's been like my rescue, my reprieve. Um, and you know, down the hole, down the rabbit hole of SNL clips on YouTube. I highly recommend, um, Pete Davidson's, um, uh, weekend updates. God help us all. It's just, it's just, (laughs) it's so funny. It's just so funny. He, and like, I'm, I'm a sucker for like a comedian that breaks, like can't hold it together. Um, yeah. yeah, Like, and I think that like, that's the thing that they know they're not meant to do. And so they're on there cracking up saying, sorry, sorry, sorry. But it's just (laughs) so funny. Kate McKinnon did one yesterday on Rudy Giuliani. I highly recommend that guys. Like to all of our listeners get on the SNL clip with Kate McKinnon who like, she can easily be a sociopath. She has no, empathy she doesn't break she's so solid she's so solid there's something in her she's got a mark of crazy that one um is she but she is doing exactly what she's meant to do in this world bless her soul and um watch her be rudy giuliani it is nothing better nothing better Mm -hmm. i really like her oh she's so good yeah rudy giuliani that watch that one when you get off like dedicate that four minutes and 30 seconds or whatever like it'll make your world okay anyway your obsession for the week is um so i have i have two ones i have a boring one and a fun one which one do you want Mm, end on the high note (laughs) (laughs) so as as everyone knows, our listeners and you, we're in our house now, and uh, my obsession... Did I tell for... you that I spent the day at the beach? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. You did. Yes. <laughs> Soaking Asshole. in the sun at 75 <laughs> degrees today. Go ahead. You talk about your, your housing <laughs> <laughs> Um my, my current obsession of the week has been... we We've been painting Anna's room and I have been building Anna a bed in my oh, shop. Lovely. Yeah. So for you guys, like we don't talk about our business stuff very much, but like, no. um, like that's what you do. You know, this is your trade. It's amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, I, 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 am in construction remodeling and I'm definitely more of a, sh- I, it's funny. I used to be in warehousing. I was a towel warehouse manager, and after leaving that job and working for my current employer, I I always had a hobby of woodworking, and now I've made it my profession. And I realize I'm definitely more of a shop carpenter. If I could do shop work every day, I would be in heaven. Can you explain to me what that is? So basically, like okay. Let's say 
in layman's terms. You, Angela, mm-hmm. want your um, your your bathroom redone. Okay. So you call me and you're like, hey, I want to redo my bathroom. I want a new tub. I want a new vanity, new tile, all that sort of stuff. You mm-hmm. know, a lot a lot of that out we sub out, but um, that's like my normal like ninety five percent of my day to day is. Is doing like trim and doing stuff to get prepared for new tile and new cabinetry and um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It can be fun depending on the job. Um, but shop work is actually building the cabinets or um, building ta- like kitchen tables and benches and you know stuff like that more like when you go on youtube and you look up woodworking that sort of stuff you sam's um youtube channel go ahead yeah yeah mm -hmm. sammy's woodworking youtube Mm -hmm. um but yeah the so shop work is actually building something versus like working on a house doing drywall studding up walls Uh, replacing windows, replacing doors, okay, you know stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah, I and definitely, what, I'm definitely a shop carpenter. Nice. And what was the the like the high note thing? The high note. Yeah, you said I've got two obsessions. Oh well, no, just just you know I'm, I don't have the electrical all in the shop yet but i have it working enough to where i can build anna's bed mm-hmm. and just to kind of you know we were living with my mom for three months all my tools were in storage and just to kind of set things up temporarily mm-hmm. and just build something yep yeah that was that that's was like great. soul feeding work right there for you yeah huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I experience that like every day, you know, for better or worse in my job, you know, finding community work with real estate agents. Right. Um, you know, in some way, shape or form, some days bigger than others. And like, I get that. I get the, the, like you're doing what you're meant to do and right. you need to touch it to be great at it. Um, I totally get that. It's awesome. Passion work is like, is big work, you know, because it's not always the money maker, um, but it's like right. just what you love. And, you know, there's a certain amount of like connection in what you do and that, you know, makes you proud to be like a human, <laughs> you know, you're like, that's great. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I hope, you know, as many, I don't think it's common to, maybe it is more common. We just don't talk about it. I think. You know, we've come to this point in our lives where we know we need more than one stream of income, you know, um, right. just like good business decisions. So you have like your professional work and then you have your passion work, like you're winning, you know? Yeah. And hopefully one day, uh, if, if things work out, you can turn your passion work into professional work. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Like this podcast. Like this podcast. Yeah. And that's not a hopefully for us. That's a uh, destination. <laughs> Better happen. I'm fucking gonna do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's a that's a good place to stop and call okay. it for the evening. Let's do it.
yeah so i hope everyone has a good night yes definitely have we a good night rest rest your souls we're getting places we're going places mm -hmm. all right good night good night bye if you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.